For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday. He is Isaac Bruce. Isaac, another happy, happy Monday, man. First of all, how you doing, bro? How was your weekend? Hey, all is well, man. Good weekend. Uh, a better Monday. Welcome to Victory Monday, as we should be saying again, man. I brought my, I brought my broom to work, so um, I'm excited about this win yesterday, man, and just sweeping the entire NFC East. So, pretty exciting, Doc. Indeed, man. The L.A. Rams done done it again. Bro, we went out east, as Isaac just said, man, took on another NFC East team and once again beat the brakes off them. This time, we did it to the Washington football team. Our Rams went to D.C., man, went to Washington and put in work, man. Final score. Good guys. Study them. Ten. And Isaac, I just love the way, man, we came out and dominated this ball game. Now, we talked about... Jerry Goff and that offense trying to get off to a fast start, bro. And they did that Sunday against the Washington football team. First three times we had the ball, bro, we got touchies, touchdown drives. Impressive win, bro. Indeed. You know what? Hats, hats off to the uh, coach uh, Sean McVay and his coaching staff having, to, having the guys ready to play. And hats off to the players, man, being professionals and uh, going into this game just like we discussed last week with a mentality of doing your job, being ready to execute and really not looking at the schedule or the team record of the, the record of the team that you're playing, but really just really focusing on who you are and who this team is as players. And uh, just going out, starting early, uh, continuing out through the, the entire game, four quarters of football and, and having just a dominating performance, man, on, on all three facets of the game. And talking about one of those facets, man, and one particular person, that we just talked about, man. Jerry Goff, man. I, I predicted that he was going to have a big game. I predicted that he was going to have a good game, and he came out and did indeed have a good game. Now, he did have one pick, man, but we're going to scratch that, bro. I mean, the efficiency that Jared is showing, man, the level of confidence and the high level of play that he's playing with, man. I mean, you know, he, he's not going to be in the NFL MVP talk right now because you got other guys like Russell Wilson is just straight, just being ridiculous so far. But golf, man, 21 to 30, 309 yards, two touchdowns, man. Just once again, he was sacked only one time. And that says a lot because that Washington, that Washington football team uh, defensive line, man, is pretty good, man. But we've talked about it, man, and we can't talk about it enough, man. Jerry Goff 
week in and week out, man, he just continues to show us that he is indeed the Jerry Goff that took us to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's he's uh, putting out a great brand of football right now, uh, uh, Jerry Goff is. And, you know, just being the leader uh, uh, of this offense, this team, you know, I, I don't think it's a real stretch to start to you know, mention Jared's name within, in, within the MVP race. I mean, you kind of look at the schedule, you look at the, uh, the team's record, uh, five games into the season, uh, the teams that we've played and, and the traveling that we've uh, had to uh, travel uh, this short, brief amount of uh, time since the uh, season started. So it, it's not a stretch. I mean, I think you can, you can uh, put up his, uh, his, his team, his, his, uh, his stats uh, so far this year and compare them with the, uh, the other guys that are being mentioned as MVPs, he's not far from it. So um, he's doing a great job. He's leading the football team, making big plays, uh, uh, keeping plays going when he has to, scrambling when he when he needs to, but he's also delivering accurate, catchable passes to his receiver receivers, and he's feeding just about everybody that can eat on that offense. Now, we're going to continue to talk about Jared and their offense, man, but Aaron Donald went to Washington, man, and I, I don't even know because I keep saying the same thing, man. The way this dude destroys offensive linemen, man, whether it's one, two, three, and once he gets his hands on the quarterback, Man, he just absolutely devoured uh, uh, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith a couple of times, man. What AD and that defense did, man, against Washington, man, they held the Washington football team to 108 total yards, bro. Two yards a play. And AD raising all that hell, man, and he got a lot of help from Troy Reader. But AD and this defense, man, hey, bro, that's that's a huge uh, salute to this L.A. Rams defense, man. You know what, Doug? I, I don't think Aaron gets – uh, enough national respect. I mean, for what he's doing, the way he's playing, uh, he's ferocious out there. I mean, this guy has made up in his mind that he will not be blocked by anybody or any two bodies. Now, here's the thing. I mentioned uh, Jared Goff being within, uh, should be mentioned within the MVP uh, conversation. Well, that conversation already sh- uh, includes Aaron Donald. This guy's playing man- magnificent football right now, man. And he's just doing everything that he's been asked to do and some. And you can see the the effects that he's having on his teammates, guys like Reader stepping up. Uh, it, it's pretty safe to say that, you know, Aaron Donald was probably uh, responsible for seven sacks yesterday because, you know, Reader getting three, four on his own strip sack. Um, this guy's just plays, playing amazing football. He doesn't get enough shine. I think we should be screaming his name on the mountaintop because – you know, we're looking at a guy that's probably 260, 255 pounds, and he's demolishing 300 pounders, man, with, with technique, skill, and leverage. So um, on this show, he's going to get the respect that he deserves and some. AD, four sacks, three tackles for loss, man, a force fumble, man. Of course, he got pressure on the quarterbacks all day, man. And just, I mean, we can't talk about him enough. I mean, I'm still amazed at how dominant this dude is. Just like Isaac just said, man, he's not the biggest dude. He's not the tallest dude. And we all know, we all know in football, man, it is about leverage, man. If I can get my pads under your pads, man, and I got some strength, I got you. But not only that, when he doesn't have leverage, man, he's destroying these big dudes, man. And I know when they line up and see AD, man, because four sacks in one game, man, from from the defensive lineman, man, and what he is doing, man, I think he has seven and a half sacks so far this season through five games. So, bro, that's we got, six, what, 16 games, man? Three is, is is fifteen, so they say we got ten. He's on he's on pace, man. They had like twenty one, twenty two and a half. Sec- Dog, that's ridiculous, man. I mean, just the level of play that this dude plays with, man. 
we can't talk about him enough, man. I, bro, have have you ever seen a defensive lineman his size just dominate the way he dominate? Now we know Warren Sapp was good, but AD though, dog. We're, we're we're talking about just you know his physical stature. I mean, six feet, two sixty, two fifty five. Uh, I don't think it's been seen, Doc. I mean, I mean, you, you you're talking about a, a throwback mentality type guy who has uh you know the motor that he has. Man, he plays with with uh with the mentality of being a, a guy that's trying to make the team. I mean, he has a motor. He's coming at you. Uh, he's forcing guys to be perfect as far as their technique is concerned on the offensive side of the ball. And when you sit down in a meeting room with a guy like that, I mean, you can't help you can't help but to get uh, excited not only about his play but the opportunities that he's providing you. He's giving you more one-on-one options uh, if you're lining up next to this guy. So the defensive ends on our team, man, they should be, you know, chopping at the bit and the from the opportunities that Aaron Donald provides for them. So he's getting great push up up the gut, and these guys should be coming off the edge. But he's affecting everything for the Rams offensively defensively and from a special team standpoint man we talk about MVP this guy should be at the very top of the list when you're mentioning that award for this season I wholeheartedly agree with you man and another LA Ram man actually a substitute came in and had an MVP type game man you, you just mentioned Troy Reader man the linebacker man Micah Kaiser was hurt couldn't play Reader steps in bro 11 tackles Three sacks, man. And regardless of who you got in front of you, you got Aaron Donald, if you got Reggie White, if you got Lawrence Taylor, man, you 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 in an NFL game with three sacks, man, especially in a linebacker position, bro. Uh, that's extremely good, man. So uh, shout out to Troy Reader as well, man, because he took advantage of the opportunity, man, with Micah being out. And we know, when, man, when you step up, and you get a chance to play, you got to show that you deserve to play. And uh, Reader gets a salute as well, man, because a huge game for him. Oh, indeed, man. There's, I mean, in this game, in this league, there's, there's no such thing as a backup. I mean, you're only a backup in title, but once you get on that field, man, your level of production is to maintain what was ahead of you and to exceed it. I mean, make sure that you increase that production. But when a guy can step in and come in and you don't lose anything, but you start to gain more production, man, hats off to Reader, man. Great game by him. Uh, uh, hats off for him paying attention in the meetings and uh, knowing his assignment because a lot of guys, uh, they tend to fall asleep. Uh, if they're not playing, they could fall asleep, fall off the set, and then when the opportunity comes, they're not prepared to play. So got to be prepared to play. Rita took advantage of that, and it, it uh, ended up in three sacks. Now, we've said some things about this L.A. Rams defense, man, that they need to play better. Uh, we went into this ball game 3-1, and one, but we still talked about, you know, some of the games we've had, man, where the defense needed to play better. And we knew going into Sunday's game against Washington that the defense needed to play play better. But we didn't know we were going to do this, man. A hunt, you, you hold an NFL team to 108 total yards, man. Washington only has 70 yards passing, 38 yards rushing on the ground, man. 38. That has a lot to do with how we dominated this football game, man. And talking about those DBs, we also said the DBs, man, needed to play better. We know what we get out of Jalen Ramsey, but the other DBs uh, needed to play better. And I saw, you know, something, man, where they just allowed uh, Washington receivers, man, just five catches for 27 yards. So front end in that defense playing extremely well. We needed linebackers to play better, and they did and stepped up. We need the secondary to play better. Regard, I mean, not Jalen Ramsey because he was doing his thing, but that's that whole defensive effort, man. So that says a lot that, this defense saw what they needed to improve on, 
shut out the noise, got focused, and put up a dominant performance. Because as I say, Isaac, people don't understand, man. This this is the NFL team, and you hold them to 108 total yards. I think we had more rushing yards than they had total yards, man. So, bro, impress, impress. Indeed. Uh, I, I tell you what, one of the glaring stats is uh, third down, man. On third down, they, uh, the, the Washington team was two for 13. So that's big. That's our defense shutting them down, putting them in third and third and long situations. And not only that, but you're giving the offense another opportunity to come out and score points. So um, it, it seems as if this defense is gelling. It's going to take some time. Once again, we have to throw in there again that, you know, we didn't have a preseason. So we didn't really have that live action time together as a unit to really start playing uh, the football that that's expected to be played by the Los Angeles Rams from a defensive standpoint. But when you can hold a team with only a, a two or 13 on third down, man, you're doing some good stuff out there. But really, Washington going into the game decided to bench their starting quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, and go with Kyle Allen. And Kyle, look, bro, gave you that work, man. I mean, they just, they just they shut him down. They I knocked him out the game, man. They sacked him twice. He ended up 9-13 to for 74 yards. So, well, Washington, they said, you know what, we're going to go to Alex Smith. And get, you know, hey, man, big props to Alex Smith, man. He had a gruesome injury, man, coming back to the NFL, playing his first action since, since having that injury. But all they did was welcome him to the league, man, welcome him back. They sacked him six times. So, as a team, we had eight sacks, man, and just the defensive effort we put forth, I mean, I, I – that's just extremely encouraging because this is what we're going to need, man, if we want to win a Super Bowl. And going back to that offense, though, I, hey, man, we ran the rock. We didn't run the rock effectively. You know, the yard wasn't really there, but we ran them down, bro. We, we ended up with 129 yards rushing. And that stat again, 30 more carries. The probability of us winning go all the way up, and that's exactly what happened. We had 35 rushes, 129 yards. Jerry Goff doing his thing, man. And we got a W, man. And that offensive line, bro, got to shot them out, too. Again, just one pressure, one sack against a very, very good Washington football team defensive line, man. So that offense, once again, man, 429 yards, total yards, 66 plays, man. Bro, that's six and a half yards per play. We rolling, man. Oh, uh, yeah, Doc. You know what? Uh, big salute to Alex Smith, man, one of my former teammates, man. It's great to see him back out there. Uh, from from uh, just that gruesome injury and all the hard work he put back to get back on the field, man, have an opportunity to play again. Uh, but absolutely, man, to be able to uh, just go in with the attempts, the running attempts that we had, 35 attempts, man, it's kind of where you want it. And, and we want to make sure that you're uh, focused in, in, uh, on running a priority. So when you do that, you know, everything else starts to work. The boots, uh, the play-action pass and, and throwing the ball down the field. Great deep shot from uh, from golf to uh, Robert Woods for 56-yard touchdown. Those things right there are all because of your commitment to run the football. And being committed running the football opens up a lot of good things for the offense and just for the whole team as well. So um, it was great to see young Cam Akers out there get a, get a nice taste, nice couple hits, and nice couple runs, nice couple carries. And uh, uh, Henderson, man, he's still in the mix, man. It's looking like, you know, that room is starting to mesh uh, along with the offensive line room. These guys are meshing together, man, and becoming that dominant running force that we want to be. 
Now, you talked about Cam Akers. Cam did make his way back on the football field, man, in the game, man. It ended up a nice game, man. Nice nine carries for 61 yards, man. 46 of those yards coming on one rush in the fourth quarter, man. We were already up, and we were trying to run the rock, man, and run some clock off, uh, run some time off the clock, man. That's exactly what we did, and Cam got loose for 46 yards. Now, he did get run down by a defensive lineman, but let me say this. Defensive lineman in the NFL extremely fast. So if anybody say that, it'd be like, hey, no, bro. Defenses in the NFL are extremely fast. Defensive linemen, linebackers, man, I know I was run down by plenty of them. Uh, so you can't underestimate that. But just talking about that that rushing attack, as you said, Cam, nice little game. Darren Henderson, man, 38 yards on 15 carries, man. That's really just two yards a carry. But he had a touchdown rushing, and he caught a touchdown receiving. So he's a threat. He had three catches for 30 yards. But just the way we were able to wear that Washington football team defense down by running the football, man. And I just love the fact that Sean McVay is committed to the run. He was committed to the run again. And you see what happened. And just because and we're able to run the ball like that with Daryl and uh, Cam and Malcolm Brown finished with eight carries for 30 yards. And you mentioned that touchdown from golf to woods, man, they came in the second quarter. 56 yards and what it was, bro, it was, bro, it was a beautiful play action to Daryl Henderson. They know we might have a – we might run the ball. We're a threat at running the ball and play action, man. And Woods ran right past Kendall Fuller, man, to haul in that 56-yard touchdown and ran past the safety and the cornerback, man. And that worked because, as you said, man, that running back group, that running back room is getting good, man, and we are committed to the run. And tight ends had a good game too, man. Gerald Everett, man, four catches, 90 yards. Broke some tackles, looked elusive. That's one thing about this Rams offense, man. It's, it's like a different receiver every, every, every week, man. That you know, you, you can't just look at one or two of them because either one of them will strike you. And this Sunday it was Gerald Everett, man. Shout out to the tight end, bro. A lot of weapons on that offense, man. A lot of a lot of twos uh, that that Jared Goff can play with, Sean McVay can play with. Uh, you know, we do a lot, you know, with the pre-snap as well, man. Just lining guys up in different spots. Uh, making sure that, you know, defenses don't get this uh, a bead on the looks that we're giving them. And uh, that 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 makes that makes it uh, really good for the offense to be able to manipulate a defense and put them in positions where we can be successful as far as running plays. So there's a lot of different guys that can make plays, catch the ball and a lot of guys who can, you know, go run after the catch with it. So uh, I think we're on the right path, Doc. I mean, it's looking good. Uh, I think we're one of those teams right now, you know, let's be honest, we're, we're passing a fairness call against the Buffalo Bills from being 5-0, and being undefeated. Dang. But we're kind of flying under the radar right now, man. There's not a lot of talk about the Los Angeles Rams nationally, but um, just watching, being able to watch every game and the success that we've had versus the NFC East so far, um, you know, we should we should have a path a path or a free path to the playoffs since we're the, uh, that, that NFC East champs already. I agree, man. I mean, we, hey, we 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 beating the entire division, man. We're four and zero, knocked you all out of here, knocked you all off. And uh, golf once again, man. You know what? You're gonna get some love from us, bro, because you're balling, man. I mean, like I said, we talked about that the Rams and you you needed to come out and get off on a a, a fast start, and we predicted that you would because we knew you all were gonna want to prove something because the offense didn't play that well the week before last week against the New York football giants, man. And you did, man. Golf started off 13 or 14. And the way you're able to do that, man, is because you have receivers running the right routes. They're in the positions they're supposed to be in, and they catch the ball when you throw it to them. So he has confidence in his entire receiving uh, uh, core 
and running backs out the backfield, man. And the fact that Daryl Henderson is a threat of catching the football out of the backfield, man, that's even something more that and even more pressure we put on defenses, man. So for us to come out and play that way, man, and for the defense to play that way and uh I mean, I'm just overly impressed with every facet of the ball game. But one, bro, I, I got to call him out, dog. I, I mean, Slawman, man, Samuel Slawman, man. I know his his name is Slawman, but he, come on, dog, he missed the extra point, man. We, no, uh, Isaac, Bruce, Hall of Fame. We got to make the count on this dude, man. We, we can't. We don't know what we gonna get, dog. <laughs> We, we got to count on everybody on the team. I mean, him included, because, you know, you, you start to get these these closer games, these tighter games, man, where where the kicking game uh, is very, very important, man. So um, I don't know if it's a rhythm thing for him or, uh, you know, what what's he doing as far as his preparation? Uh, maybe he needs to alter something, but um, we got to make uh, extra points, man. I mean, these extra points are, are critical, man, because – you know, just about every team is throwing the ball, you know, up and down the, down the field. I mean, so, you know, it's about scoring points. It's about fantasy football. So every point counts. And uh, we need every man on board, him included. Sam, Sam, come on, man. You got to do better, man. I mean, we keep telling you that, man. We, you got to you, you really don't even listen to us because we get in. You know, don't let people get in your head, man. You got to you made the NFL team for a reason, man. You're in the NFL for a reason, man. You got to show that you deserve to be there because once we get deeper into the uh, schedule, man, and get to the playoffs, man, we can't we can't just be holding our breath every time you come out there. We got to know that you're going to knock them down, man. Uh, next game, <laughs> four and one. We in the division, bro. Hey, we go to San Fran, man. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Finally, a division game, man. We didn't took care of the NFC East. Now it's time to go to the NFC West, brother. San Francisco 49ers, and they they got their ass whooped yesterday, bro. The Dolphins beat the, the, the – hold on. At home, in San Francisco. Well, they don't play in San Francisco. Where they play, dog? Where, where is it? Santa Clara, California. Santa Clara. In yeah. Santa Clara. They gave him the Santa Clara diet, man. Hey, the Dolphins beat the brakes off of them, man. 43-17. and 17. And San Fran hasn't won at home. They're 0-3 at home this season, man. And we go there next week uh, for a huge division game, man. I'm rubbing my hands together, man, because this is what we want to see. We're ready to see some division teams, man. And we get one. Not only do we get one, we get the one that we don't like, that we hate the most. San Francisco 49ers, bro. That, they struggling. NorCal versus SouthCal, man. I mean, you know what? Uh, you, you got the the last two NFC representatives of the Super Bowl uh, getting ready to match up against each other. It's a huge division game for us. It's always a huge division game for us. There's uh, bad blood between the two organizations. It's always been that way. And uh, it's, it's great to see uh, the, the, the Southern Cal, Northern Cal battle once again. So, um, you, we're not going to take this light. I mean, like like I said last week, it's not about looking at the record of the team that you're playing, but just really focusing in on who we are as a team and going out being a professional, professional and make sure that we execute the game plans that are given us. Now, you play for the Rams, then you play for the 49ers, man. I mean, when you went down there, man, how, I mean, because it is a huge, you know, huge rivalry, man. The two teams hate each other or whatever, man, at least the two cities, the two organizations. So, you know, uh, how is that, man? You know, you go in there, man. You're a Rams legend. You know, you go to San Fran because they, you know, they 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 want to, you know, they want to use you, you, your talent and your expertise. But is is that rivalry as bad as it is, man? I mean, how was it when you went down there, man, and went into the midst of the madness with the 49ers? 
Well, I was introduced to this rivalry way back in 1994 by the, the Hall of Famer Jackie Slater. He just he just let me know, uh, you know, you being a Ram, you just automatically don't like the 49ers. That, that's just the way it is. I mean, when uh, we drafted Van Jefferson at the second round out of University of Florida, um, you know, I, I wrote in a letter to him, listen, you, you don't like the 49ers no matter what. I mean, that's just the way it is. And make sure you get you get wins versus these this team. But the rivalry is alive and well. I mean, once the once we came back to Los Angeles and uh, settled back home in Southern California, I mean, the, it, it reignited what used to be those great games, great playoff games between the two organizations and uh, the regular season games that we battled with this team. Uh, they're they're uh, a championship organization with with five championships, and uh, we're a championship organization as well. So, uh, just. Uh, being on the same field again, man, it's that old field. You know, you, you can throw out great names like the Tory Holtz, uh, the, the the Jerry Rices, uh, the Joe Montanas, uh, Jim Everett's, those guys who played in this rival. They know how intense it is. And I think it's only amplified when you have uh, two new teams with with new features, a new stadium, new uniforms. But that 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 in that infighting, it never stops and it, it'll always be there. I'm sure to be there. Uh, come Sunday night when we play these guys. Were you infighting with yourself, man, when you put on that 88? When you put on that scent, were you, look, were you looking at yourself in the mirror like, 49, man, I don't like this version of Isaac Bruce. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I know you love Isaac Bruce at all times. But were you infighting because Rams, now you're 49, man. Hey, you want, you know, hey, how'd you handle that, bro? You know well, what I'm saying? I, look, I looked at it as being a mercenary, Doc. I mean, they were, they were I was a hired hand for two years <laughs> Got you, uh, yeah. to go out and take care of business. But you know, it's funny when when I when I had my first game there and I was dressed in a uniform and, uh, you know, I had on the the, the, the garnet and gold, uh, you know, standing in candlestick stadium. I mean, there was no difference from that feeling. But when I looked up in the stand, I mean, those those same guys that always, you know, shot me the middle finger. They shot me the middle finger. I expected that. <laughs> and uh, I kind of shot them a little something, too, because, I mean, the feeling was mutual. I mean. I may be on your side, but I, I remember what you did. <laughs> That's funny as heck, man. So even though you were a 49er, man, the 49er fans were still like, man, forget, forget you, IB. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was the same way, Doc. I love it, man. But, hey, at NFC West, once again, man, uh, we're still keeping, you know, we're doing our thing, man. Let's just look at how it looks right now. Seattle, <sighs> bro, I mean, yeah, 5-0, and they won again, man. Russell Wilson once again did his thing, man, beat the Vikings. This week, 27, 26, uh, as you say, we as we know, we beat the we beat Washington 30 to 10. So we're sitting in that number two spot all by ourselves at four and one Arizona, man. They beat the Jets. Same score. We beat Washington 30 to 10, man. And as San Francisco again, man, they're not two and three last place in the division, man. They lost to the Dolphins 43, 17. As we you know, as I said, man, they're only three at home and we got them next week, man. So huge division game, man. Huge opportunity for us, man, to actually win that game. And I think Seattle plays Arizona next week. So uh, they have a division contest as well, man. So uh, the NFC West was looking real good a couple of weeks ago, man. It's still looking pretty good, man. But San Francisco just, you know, that record is just dirty, man. But it's going to be huge for us to get off to a win uh, against that. But Seattle, man, once again, bro, I mean, I think this is their first time starting 5-0, and man. I mean, we can't talk about Russell Wilson enough, man. I just <laughs> got to give him his props, bro. Yeah, I mean, as we all knew uh, that the winner of this division, man, is going to come out battered and bruised. I mean, 
Uh, you got a lot of good teams in this division. I know that every record in this division isn't, uh, you know, showing that. But these guys have great players uh, for the for the Cardinals. Uh, the 49ers have, have a bunch of talent on their team, offensively and defensively. And we see what Seattle is doing. So this is going to be one of those divisions that comes down to the wire. And and maybe uh, it, it's the it's the team that's uh, on the field offensively last wins the division. So. We are we're here. Uh, we're representing. We're four and one right now, and uh, I think we're in a, a really good position to stake our claim as far as uh, being the division leader and and maybe the champion of this division. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And before we get out of here, man, prayers up for Dak Prescott, man. He uh, just a huge, just a bad injury, man. He suffered uh, this week, man. Yesterday, man, playing against the Giants, man. Just when I saw it, bro, I was just like, oh my gosh, man. I was, you know. Uh, I, don't, I can't even describe it. I don't want to describe it, man. It's been a tough year for Dak, man. He lost his brother. Uh, you know, his mom died a couple of years ago, man. Then he admit that he, you know, been dealing with depression, which a lot of professional athletes deal with depression. And for him to admit that, that was huge, man. Just, But, you know, we had that contract talk this offseason, man, and didn't come to a long-term deal. Uh, decide, you know, sign that franchise tag, man, where they paying him, like, you know, more than $30 million just for this year. But this is why dudes hold out for a new deal, man, because stuff like this can happen, man. And Dak probably didn't, you know, he's, you know, you know, I pray that he comes back 100%, and I pray that he still gets, you know, what he's due. But, man, that's almost like $120, $130 million loss, man, and you just hate to see that happen to Dak like that, man. And it's a bad injury, dog, and you just hate to see that, Isaac. Oh, indeed. It's a, it's a physical sport, and we all know that. It's a collision sport, and, uh, you know, things like that happen. Um, you know, it's important that, you know, the business part of uh, what we do as athletes off the field is uh, secured and taken care of. So um, Dak's a young guy. I mean, I, I think he still has a very bright future. And uh, who knows if it's, is, is, if it's in Dallas, but uh, he's a winner. I mean, he's been putting up great stats since he's been in this league. Uh, this year was no different. So uh, I think the Cowboys, they may have a decision to make here. But I don't see Dak slowing down any any kind of way. I think he'll still have that same mentality when he comes back, uh, when he's healthy, when he's whole. And I think he'll be even better. And he's going to be a huge asset to whatever team he's playing for. Dak, we're praying for you, man. Get well soon, man. You know, all praise to the Most High, man. Put it in his hand, man. He'll heal you, man. Restore you, bring you back uh, even better than you were before, man. Pro you probably will be better than you always were before coming out of this, man. And, uh, and we got to give a shout-out to the La La team, man. The Lakers, man. They're NBA champions, man. You know, hey. LeBron went and had it done, man, and, you know, congratulations to him, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I'm going to shout him out. And I say this, though, you know, people call, you know, he's he's still not a Lakers legend. He's a legend that plays for the Lakers, but he's not a Lakers legend. But fourth championship, he's now won one with Cleveland, Miami. Man, your Miami Heat, which he just beat, and the Lakers, man. So, come on, man, I know you're a Heat fan, but you, you, you got to show the Lakers some love, bro. I mean, it's organization. They got it done. Hey, big props to the Lakers, big props to uh, LeBron James, and uh, he is a Laker legend. I mean, he just won a championship for the Lakers. That makes him a Laker legend. And when it's time to have that reunion, guess what? He'll be right there in the center of the things. But um, you know what? Tremendous job by uh, him and his crew. He led his, led his crew just about in every uh, important stat, uh, bringing another championship. You know, it's important because, you know, he was playing for Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant's daughter, Gigi. So, this is big, man. This uh, My hats go out to him. I salute him. Uh, great job, LeBron. Fourth NBA uh, championship, fourth NBA uh, finals MVP, man. 
Some people saying he the GOAT. Some people are not saying they saying he the greatest of all time, bro. They they have now saying yes. Why are you looking at me like that? But they say he has. They say he has. Go ahead, dog. I'm just what listening, doc, because I mean, you know, there's got to be some criteria there. I mean, hey, hey, he's he's a phenomenal player. He did this at 35 years young. I mean, he was running and gunning and bullying over people last night and still finishing at the rim with a dunk. I mean, at 35. So, um, you know, what's the criteria for the goat? You know what I mean? You got to have that. Hey, facts, man. And and Miami, man, seriously, man, no one expected them to be here, uh, probably aside for you I and did. Miami Heat fans. Say, aside for yourself, you did. You've been rolling with them. You've been saying this for the longest, especially after they restarted the season, man. But you got to get up some props, man. Jimmy Butler has showed the world, man, that he's a superstar. He's a standalone superstar. He can lead a team and take them there because Miami has some good pieces. But when you look at it, man, it's just Jimmy Butler taking care of business, man. This dude has shown that when you talk about the great players in the NBA, when you mention Kawhi Leonard or LeBron or KD or Steph, uh, Anthony Davis, of course, because he's a ball dog. You got to mention Jimmy Butler. You got to, man. Indeed, you do. But here's the thing. I don't think he'll be a standalone superstar for very long. Pat Riley has always been known for going out and, and bringing some big names to wherever he is. It won't be any different. We got our eye on a, on a, a, a East figure that is uh, really good. I mean, I don't know what the tampering rules, rules are for this podcast, but we'll just leave it at that. But Pat Riley will do it once again. Man, you can say what you want to say. They can't touch you, man. You don't work for the NBA or NBA team, man. But anyway, man, shout-out to the Miami Heat, man. Great season. And shout-out to the L.A. Lakers, man, bringing home another championship, man, and playing for who you played for, you know, uh, trying to do it for Kobe and Gigi and their Kobe Bryant family, man. Uh, I mean, uh, congratulations, man. I mean, it's no surprise. And LeBron, you, you know. I don't know why. I don't care what Isaac said, man. Yeah, LeBron is—he's just a legend that plays for the Lakers. He's not a Lakers legend because I guarantee if you get some, if you get some Lakers fans, diehard Lakers fans, they be like, name me some Lakers legends. I ain't gonna say LeBron name yet, bro. He got to get him a couple right. of championships. A- ask him right now. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course, okay, yeah, now. of course. Let's, let's ask him right now. How they feeling a, 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 a day after winning the championship? Yeah, pro- right. probably call his name bro. first, knowing they oh, tripping. Right. <laughs> you're right man but anything anything else you want to add before we get up out of oh, here brother man you know what that, that was awesome man so we're gonna give uh lebron his respect man much respect M- much respect to lebron and the lakers man and of course much respect to our la rams man four and one and oh bro we're looking like a super bowl squad i don't care if they don't want to talk about them we're gonna talk about them because that's the name of this podcast man ramblings to talk about the la rams so until later this week we out Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.